0: Numbers 877-381-3811, 877 381 Do you think America is as awful as the Democrats say day in and day out? That our voting system, the greatest republic with the greatest voting system ever devised by man is the worst on the face of the earth. You think it's discriminatory? You think people who want to vote can't vote? Do you think this nation, which is majority Caucasian, is systemically racist? The evidence for this? Do you think this nation is anything like the Democrats, the media, and the American Marxists describe it? Anything like it? Of course, Joe Biden yesterday unhinged, yelling at the top of his lungs, going on and on about how America is Jim Crow 2, how people are prevented from voting, how there is systemic suppression going on, targeted particularly at minorities. Does anybody... Other than the propagandists, does anybody in this country who actually lives here and works here and raises their kids here actually believe any of this? Call me a square, if you will, but I remember the days when our presidents would talk up the country, when they were proud of the country when they would go overseas and not trash our country, but promote it. I remember the day when, when the old Soviet Union and Communist China and the rest of them were lectured about our voting system, how magnificent it was. Those days apparently are gone. Now you'll say, what about Trump criticizing what takes place? Well, this is the the unbelievable hypocrisy and irony of the media, the Democrat Party, and so forth. They intentionally spent hundreds of millions of dollars on litigation. They went to their Democrat governors, their Democrat secretaries of state. They brought cases in front of their Democrat elected judges in the various states, including Supreme Court justices in Pennsylvania and so forth, in order to alter our electoral system to help Joe Biden and the Democrats. This, there is no dispute. They bragged about it. The lawsuits were filed. The decisions were made. Executive orders were issued by governors, by by secretaries of state. Regulations were instituted. There's no debate about this. And it's the one area, the meeting, the Democrats and the rest, the Michael Rounds who will not come on the program, the Mitt Romneys and the others will not discuss. Because it's all too obvious. It's all too obvious. And they are endlessly trashing this country. And if you dared to raise your voice or protest, or even talk about what they're doing, you are said to be undermining the nation. Do we honestly believe that our police departments are filled with individuals of all races, of all backgrounds, of all politics, who go out of the way to look for minorities to murder? Do we honestly believe that day-to-day, white people are out to get black people? No, this is absurd. Our borders are wide open, and people are rushing into the country, not from Europe. From Africa, from Southeast Asia, from the Middle East. And obviously, Central and South America. Imagine leaving their countries, leaving their homes, leaving their culture to come into the United States. Well, what does that tell you? What does that tell you about their countries and culture? And what does it tell you about our country and culture? The superiority is determined by people themselves with their own feet. With their own feet, they make the decisions. Has Joe Biden said anything positive about this country in the last 12 months? Or even since he's been campaigning for president, has he ever said anything positive about this country? Has Nancy Pelosi, has Chuck Schumer, have the media? No. No. And this American Marxist movement is a wrecking ball. They're destroying our public schools. They're called public schools. They're run by the government. You and I, we pay for everything. The employees are destroying the school system, the teachers' unions and so forth. The professors, the tenured professors, the laziest bunch of people I'll ever meet, the tenured professors destroying the very institutions that that pay them. Look at the members of Congress in the Democrat Party side. I've talked about this guy Raskin before. He's from Maryland. He represents a very, very liberal county called Montgomery County and some other areas. Now, Montgomery County is overwhelmingly white and Democrat and left. He has served on the impeachment committees. He serves on the January 6th committee. Why is he picked? His father co-founded an organization called the Institute for Policy Studies. The Institute for Policy Studies was founded as a rabid, anti-American, anti-Constitution organization. An organization that promoted North Korea. An organization that promoted at the time East Germany. An organization that promoted Cuba. Communist China. The old Soviet Union. That's what it did. It was a hate America, anti-America organization. The Institute for Policy Studies. And his father was one of the revolutionaries who founded it and promoted it. And of course he would become a tenured professor in the area too. Started out Working on Capitol Hill for radical leftists like Kastenmeier out of Wisconsin. McGeorge Bundy for a while in the Kennedy administration, but after a while they didn't get along, so he broke off from him, formed his own group with others. You can Google all this. Now, his son gets elected to the state senate in Maryland, and our son's a congressman. His son is every bit as radical and rogue as his father. These aren't your typical, quote-unquote, liberal Democrats. These are radical, burn-down-the-system Democrats. His father was close to the new left. Defended students for democratic action. Why is he on these committees? Because of his pedigree. Because of who he is. Because that's what the Democrat Party has become. Even Joe Biden has figured that out. That's why he's lurched so far to the left. That is now his party. His party is akin to an extremely radical, extremist, left-wing... Neo-Marxist European Party. That's what the Democrat Party is today. They have 50 votes in the Senate. That's all. But Kamala Harris under our Constitution as the president of the Senate, being vice president, can break a tie. 50 votes in the Senate, so they should be able to change our voting system for all time? How you vote in your community, they should be able to change that? To advantage the Democrat Party, the radical agenda, and grab power and centralize it? In violation of the federal constitution? I didn't hear Senator Mike Rounds talk about that. I haven't heard a Kingzinger talk about that, or Cheney talk about that, or the usual reprobates. Now, I want to dig into this a little bit further. You have Adam Schiff, who's not only on these impeachment committees, he leads the intel committee for impeachment, and then he's on the January 6th committee? A man who lies to the American people? A man who takes information and changes it? Changes it during the course of an investigation in a public official hearing? That man shouldn't have a law degree. His license should be taken from him. He's a sleazeball. He's an ambulance chaser for the Democrat Party. He should be removed from Congress. But why is he promoted? Eric Swalwell slept with the enemy, literally. He slept with a communist Chinese hooker slash spy. What information did they get from him? Has there been a congressional investigation, an ethics investigation? What did Swalwell tell them? He sits on key committees... And yet it's interesting. He's a main agitator against Donald Trump and against the Republicans. Like he's doing the work of the communist Chinese. Benny Thompson of Mississippi was a radical. A radical anti-cop activist for years. Anti-cop activist for years. He's now chairman of this committee claims to be defending the security of the building and defending the Capitol Police. And I could go further. Who's Nancy Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi was a staffer to Phil Burton, as red as they come in California, an extremist, a radical, who represented the area, San Francisco. His brother, same thing. He headed the Democrat Party for a period of time. He took Pelosi under his wing, and as he moved up the ladder, he brought her up the ladder with him. And that's what she represents. It doesn't matter that her husband has taken advantage of every public position she's been in, that they've become worth several hundred millions of dollars. They've, they've actually produced not a damn thing, but have used politics to their advantage. Media have never really looked into her background or Really looked into her big dummy husband's background, Paul. They don't ask for her tax returns or anything of the sort? No. As she pushes the country into the toilet with her friend George Soros. Who they don't do stories on either. You'd think they would. A multi-billionaire. A multi-billionaire with a seedy past and a seedy current. His influence on elections. Elections. Some billionaires are okay, apparently. And some aren't. More when I return.
2: Mark in.
0: My friends, I know you love freedom and want to defend it. And I know you love the Constitution. Well, so do I. And it's the same with Hillsdale College, the best liberal arts college in America. Hillsdale's mission is pursuing truth and defending liberty. It gives its undergraduate and graduate students the best education, and it is working to make this education available to all. But today, I want to tell you about Hillsdale's free monthly speech digest of liberty. It's called Primus. Over 6 million households and businesses receive Primus for free every month, and you can join them by subscribing at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who love freedom make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for free. And Primus is one of my favorite publications. It's short, smart, useful, and fun. Start receiving your own free copy of this great digest of liberty. Visit LevinforHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. LevinforHillsdale.com. Just a few years back the Democrats opposed changing the filibuster eliminating it the so-called nuclear option. In fact, Harry Reid helped destroy the Senate began the process in many respects but including using the filibuster to block circuit court nominees that George W. Bush had, had proposed. Never before in American history had a party used the filibuster the way the Democrats had used to stop one nominee after another. Part of that had been used, or at least threatened once, with respect to a Supreme Court nominee in the early 60s. But this was unleashed to stop George W. Bush, who they called an illegitimate president, as a result of the election of 2000. And they were not going to allow an illegitimate president, their words, to make permanent changes to the judiciary. And so they instituted the filibuster against circuit court nominees. The media was very, very thrilled about it. When the Republicans took over, they said, okay, we're going to institute it against the Supreme Court nominees of Barack Obama. And of course, the Democrats squealed as if they had no role in in triggering this entire process. The Democrats a few years back said, but we must never abandon the filibuster when it comes to legislation. Because then the Senate will be nothing more than the House. And we don't need two houses because then we'll be a parliament. Schumer made the argument, little Dick Durbin and other leaders of the Democrat Party, including Joe Biden. Now they have a 50-50 vote advantage a 50-50 vote advantage in the Senate simply because the Constitution gives the Vice President the position of Senate President should she exercise it and in this case she would 51-50 to 50. so now they want to use the filibuster eliminate it so that they can get their voting system through their voting system through which they call voting rights and voting reform. I want to continue with this when I return. My friends, I know you love freedom and want to defend it. And I know you love the Constitution. Well, so do I. And it's the same with Hillsdale College, the best liberal arts college in America. Hillsdale's mission is pursuing truth and defending liberty. It gives its undergraduate and graduate students the best education, and it is working to make this education available to all. But today, I want to tell you about Hillsdale's free monthly speech digest of liberty. It's called In Primus. Over 6 million households and businesses receive In Primus for free every month, and you can join them by subscribing at LevinForHillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who love freedom make it possible for Hillsdale to send In Primus to you for free. And Primus is one of my favorite publications. It's short, smart, useful, and fun. Start receiving your own free copy of this great digest of liberty. Visit LevinforHillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. LevinforHillsdale.com. Mark Levin, the great one. The great one, Mark Levin. Dial in now, 877
3: 381 3811.
0: The Democrat Party and these disparate American Marxist movements that have pooled together, they have some kind of an aggregate force now in which they drive the agenda. What they drive is a theoretical, ideological, agenda, which defies common sense, which defies logic and rationality, which defies human experience. And they don't care anything to get and keep and expand power. It's like economics. Everybody knows that when you continue to massively deficit spend and you build a debt up that's just really unbelievably big, unimaginably big, that you're going to damage the value of the currency, which is simply paper. You are going to create inflation. You're going to have too much money chasing too few goods. You're going to have empty shelves at the grocery store. Gasoline prices are going to go up. Food prices are going to go up. All prices are going to go up. And yet, the value of your income, whether you're on a fixed income and a pension and Social Security, a union contract, or otherwise, will not be able to keep up. But they do it anyway. And then they blame the private sector while they're destroying the currency and creating inflation. The private sector cannot destroy the currency and create inflation. These industries, they don't all sit together one after another and try and figure out how to screw the consumer. The consumer is their god. Little g. The consumer is their god. Without the consumer, they cannot survive. But government doesn't need the people to survive. Once it controls the people, once it brainwashes the people, once it passes laws to compel the people to do what they want them to do, and this whole virus situation has demonstrated that. I want you to listen to this. This is the Democrats in 2000 and 2004 objecting to the electoral counting of George W. Bush's president. And it's amazing how silent George W. Bush is, except when it comes to attacking Donald Trump. Same with the Cheneys. And it wasn't just in 2000 and 2004. They, of course, tried to destroy Donald Trump's candidacy and Donald Trump's presidency in 2016 and beyond. We all know it. It was like a feeding frenzy. We'd never seen anything like this in American history. And here we are, one year out from the Trump presidency, and they're still investigating. And they're still attacking. Not Biden, not what he's done and doing to the country, not what he's done and doing to other countries. Afghanistan. We have citizens in Afghanistan, and you will not see this reported in the news. It's over. And allies, too. Here's just a little bit. Two minutes of the Democrats, 2000-2004, on the floor of the House, as the House members and the Senate members meet to count the Electoral College votes. But they called the 2000 election illegitimate because... The Supreme Court appointed George Bush, you see. And 2004 was illegitimate because they focused on Ohio, and we had ballot issues and machine issues in Ohio, you see. Hat tip, just the news. Cut one, go.
4: The chair now hands to the tellers the certificate of the electors for president and vice president of the state of Florida.
5: Mr. President, the objection is in writing signed by a number of members of the House of
4: Representatives,
5: but not by a member of the Senate. Mr. President, I stand for the purpose of objecting to the counting of the vote from the state of Florida as red. Mr. President, I rise on behalf of the Congressional Black Caucus to object to the 25 electoral votes from Florida. Mr. President, thank you for your inquiry. It is in writing. It is signed by myself on behalf of my diverse constituents and the millions of Americans who have been disenfranchised by Florida's inaccurate vote count.
4: Is the objection signed by a senator? Well, Mr. Chair, Mr. President, I am objecting
6: to uh, to the idea that votes in Florida were not counted. The clerk will report the objection.
3: We, a member of the House of Representatives and a United States senator, object to the counting of the electoral votes of the state of Ohio on the ground that they were not under all of the known circumstances regularly given. Signed, Stephanie Tubbs Jones,
4: state of Ohio. Barbara Boxer, state of California.
5: The objection today is raised because there are irregularities across this country with regard to voting. And we as a Congress have an obligation to step up to the plate and correct them. Mr. Speaker and members, I dedicate my objection to Ohio's electoral votes to Mr. Michael Moore, the producer of the documentary 9-11. First of all, we're here because not a single election official in
6: Ohio has given us any explanation for the massive and widespread irregularity in the, in the state no explanation for the machines in Mahoning county that recorded carry votes for bush
5: our people
1: are dying all over the world a lot from my state for what reason to bring democracy to the far corners of the world let's fix it here and let's do it first thing out
0: Hmm. Do you remember do you remember the media calling an anniversary for the attack on our democratic system? But Mark, it's different. It's different. There wasn't violence on the Capitol that day. Ladies and gentlemen, tyranny has many faces. Just because people wear ties and jackets or pretty dresses, just because they have closely groomed hair and perfume and cologne, just because they have nice shoes and, and nice jewelry and so forth and they walk in the halls of Congress doesn't make them any better than anybody else. These members of Congress today who seek to destroy our system Are just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than the rioters in the summer of 2020. Just as dangerous, what they're trying to do to our country by subverting the rule of law and the Constitution with propaganda instead of news reporting. The reason they hate Trump is because Trump stood in their way, he took on their media. He took on their politicians, he took on their judges, he took on their corporatists, he took on their colleges and universities, he took on the critical race theory ideology and more. He not only had to be removed, they felt and they tried. But anyone and anything that supported him, whether family or staff, or whether you, the voters. You must be disparaged. Your speech must be shut down. Your opinions must be derided. You must be compared to neo-Nazis and the Klan. Even though that's the other party. There cannot be free speech or academic freedom. In the halls of education, there cannot be parental speech and taxpayer speech at school board meetings. It must be squelched. There cannot be debate over government decisions that expand the power and the role of government. Big tech will ensure that takes place. Then we have the filibuster. Joe Biden and Cory Booker and Elizabeth Warren, Chris Coons, Bernie Sanders, Angus King, named after a cow, Chuck Schumer, Dick Durbin, and so forth, all Democrats, montage from 2005 to 2021, cut to go.
4: Ending the filibuster is a very dangerous thing to do because it's been used by progressives the whole our whole time to make sure that we
3: did not get rolled over. The filibuster is a decision that's made in the Senate. My colleagues and I, uh, I've, everybody I've talked to, believe uh, that the legislative filibuster should stay there, and I, I, I will personally uh, resist efforts to get rid of it.
0: Understands the profound and uh, changing impact that it would have on the functioning of the United States Senate to make us just like the House to get rid of the one most important rule that requires compromise, requires working across the aisle uh, to get anything significant done.
5: If the nominee can't get 60 votes, you don't change the rule, you change the nominee.
4: And We should make no mistake. This nuclear option is ultimately an example of the arrogance of power. It is a fundamental power grab by the majority party i've said during during my rehiring process last
0: year uh i said it would take an awful awful lot uh for me in uh the filibuster i I don't think we ought to be coming in willy-nilly and and uh, changing the rules
4: no i'm not crazy about getting rid of the filibuster
5: and so if you're not able to get 60 votes on something it just means you haven't worked hard enough talking to enough people and trying to listen to their concerns and then coming up with a solution that they can support.
3: Uh, The filibuster and the rules of the Senate in many ways are designed to protect the interests of small states Uh, so I'm not one who thinks it should be abolished altogether. We
6: need to say to the Republicans you can't change the rules in the middle of the game. It'll be a doomsday for democracy if we do.
0: But not any longer. Now it's a doomsday for democracy if we don't. At this point, you should despise these people. You should be offended by these people. It should be so thoroughly and abundantly clear what they're about, that these people are going to destroy this country and our governing system. They're going to destroy our constitution and our economic system, and they will do anything, anything. I'll be right back.
2: My
0: friends, I know you love freedom and want to defend it, and I know you love the Constitution. Well, so do I. And it's the same with Hillsdale College, the best liberal arts college in America. Hillsdale's mission is pursuing truth and defending liberty. It gives its undergraduate and graduate students the best education, and it is working to make this education available to all. But today, I want to tell you about Hillsdale's free monthly speech digest of liberty. It's called Primus. Over 6 million households and businesses receive Primus for free every month. And you can join them by subscribing at levinforhillsdale.com. There are no strings attached. Generous donors who love freedom make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for free. And Primus is one of my favorite publications. It's short, smart, useful, and fun. Start receiving your own free copy of this great digest of liberty. Visit levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. levinforhillsdale.com. We don't have enough time this hour, but I will spend part of the next hour. Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer bragging about how they've successfully smeared Donald Trump. How they successfully smeared Donald Trump. Chuck Schumer using Ronald Reagan's name to advance his agenda. Having worked in Reagan's campaigns in his administration, I can promise you he would want nothing to do with Chuck Schumer. Nothing. And uh, going on about voter suppression, how it's an epidemic in our country—just the most outrageous things, the most outrageous things—just flat-out lies. And the Democrats are doing this more and more. Their propaganda, Hakeem Jeffries, who wants to be the next Speaker of the House, another radical, talking about how people are being denied their votes. Don't you think, if this was going on in such a massive, systemic way? that we'd have reports day in and day out, so many reports we couldn't keep track of them in the news platforms, of all the people who were denied the right to vote, who should have been able to vote. Aren't you amazed at how little actual coverage there is? Oh, and it's so difficult to vote? It's so difficult to vote. You know, you got to go to the polling place under a hail of fire. You know, the jelly bean test... In our inner cities you know if you're a woman you're specifically prohibited and if you're a young person they try to make sure that you don't get to the polls either oh yes it's so systemic it's all over the place they say out of one side of their mouth and out of the other side of their mouth they say what why does Donald Trump keep challenging us everybody knows it was a fair election Everybody knows it was a lawful election. There were six billion lawsuits brought. Everybody knows that our system works. It's Donald Trump. He's the problem, don't you see? They lie. They're hypocrites. They contradict. But it doesn't seem to matter. I'll be right back.
1: He's here. He's here.
0: I've not given out the liberal line quite enough, so that number is 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I want to dig into Chuck Schumer just a bit, and then we will move along, because there's only so much we can take of him, and I do understand that much of the country, it's the dinner hour, so I don't want people throwing up all over the police, may I say, I think I did. If you want to have an easy interview and you're a reprobate, miscreant, or malcontent, or Chuck Schumer, who's all three and more, you go on the morning schmo show. It's an unserious show with low-IQ individuals who couldn't make it anywhere else, not on radio, not on TV. So listen to this, cut five,
6: go. Go. And to blame Joe Biden or Mitch McConnell yesterday, we've successfully labeled Trump's uh, false claims about the election. The big lie. You know, he gaslights. They all gaslight. They say, oh, it's Democrats who are doing the big lie. We're not doing any lies. Every single thing that we have pointed to that state legislatures are doing is happening and happening right now. So I, I am disappointed, deeply disappointed in Mitt Romney. being. Ah,
0: shut on. up, you idiot. And disappointed and deeply disappointed. You big mouth. You talk out of all sides of your mouth. Well, I'm against the filibuster. I'm for it. I'm against it. I'm for it. Well, it just depends. I'm a power hungry brute. You know, when I was in elementary school, they used to kick my ass all over the playground. I used to play kickball. Nobody would choose me. No, they wouldn't choose me. And then I would go to high school. Nobody would date me, except Broom Hilda in the corner there. No, I, no. Then I go to law school. I go to law school. Then I decided I don't want to work for a living. I want to get elected to uh, the uh, New York State Assembly. So I get elected to the Assembly. I'm a very young man at the time. Still going through Puberty. Uh, then I get elected to the assembly. Then a, a congressional seat opens up, and I decide, you know what? I'm going to run for that. I'll run for the congressional seat. But I'll only run a Democrat district because I don't want to lose. So that's what he does. Then he's there, 12, 1,300 years, and then he decides, I want to be a senator. I want to be a senator where I can stand up and dive and up and down and up and down. Hey, uh, Joe Biden, I want to be like Joe Biden. So he gets a cornrow implanted into his forehead like nobody's going to notice. And there he is, a little dabble do him with the hair they took off of his back and they implanted it in his forehead. He's a grotesque human being in so many ways. In so many ways. Now, he lies on the Philippines. And then he lies about Voting rights? Voting rights. Chuck is worried about voting rights. They're worried about voting rights. They want to destroy voting rights. Let me explain something about voting rights. If your vote is neutralized because somebody votes who shouldn't vote, or they vote more than they should, or they vote for somebody else, and on and on and on, is that a voting right? You don't have a voting right. To commit fraud. Then they say, prove it, prove it. They turn all the laws inside out. They make it impossible to prove. Their judges won't hear the cases. Oh, you haven't proven. In fact, the judges said, no, there's no fraud. No, it's the cleanest election ever. Since the great Senator Michael Rounds of South Dakota, who's he? I don't have the foggiest idea, but he said so, so it must be right. The only cheating that goes on apparently is Donald Trump and his supporters. Who of course aren't cheating at all. At all. So there's only cheating if Republicans win. That's it. The Electoral College is no good if Republicans win. There's voter suppression if Republicans win. Now, if Democrats win and you're a hey, hey, what are you doing? Mailing out four hundred and twelve trillion ballots. That's not hey, what are you? And then they have slobs like Chris Christie and others coming on television and telling you, we're going to get past this. Guy sells 2,300 books. 2,300 books. I mean, it's ridiculous. Chris Christie's going to... So they do a conga line of the 17 repubics. Who side with them? Got this guy, Kingsinger, looks like a head case. Have Cheney, they hated the Cheneys. They wanted them hanging from telephone booths like Mussolini, but uh telephone poles. But now they're ooh, we love Dick and Liz and the whole Cheney clan. They're fantastic. They're the best. And then we have this clown, Schumer, invoking Reagan's name. Reagan.
6: Cut six go. Donald Trump has transformed the Republican Party. This was the party of voting rights. Ronald Reagan supported voting rights. George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, they all supported voting rights. You Oh, supported really?
0: V- Is that what you said about George W. Bush And at the time when you tried to impeach Reagan over the Iran-Contra situation? Is that what you said, oh, voting rights? Ronald Reagan supports voting rights. I lived through that. That's not what they said about Ronald Reagan. That's not what they said about Ronald Reagan... At all. They accused him of using the southern strategy of the segregationists. That's how he won the presidency in 1980 and 84. That's what he did. Another racist. That's what Ronald Reagan was, you know? They never gave him credit for anything. Never. Ever. Now they say he supported voting rights. Donald Trump supports voting rights, too. The Republicans support voting rights, too. What the Democrats want to do has never been done in American history. It was done to some extent in Europe, and they ended it because it was fraught with fraud. Of course, the news media didn't tell you that. I'm telling you that. They stopped with the mailing out of ballots. Look, you don't have to be somebody who lives in the Washington swamp to understand when you send out millions and millions of ballots to addresses out there, that you're going to have a lot of fraud. What kind of idiots do they think we are? They want to make it easier to vote. No, they want to make it easier to cheat. Well, you can't prove that. Well, maybe the judges should take up some of the cases. But we don't have to prove anything. That's not the point. Have they proven that there's voter suppression? Have they proven that people who wanted to vote couldn't vote? No, they don't have to prove anything. Have they proven their economic model works? No, of course not. Have they proven that open borders is healthy for America? No. Have they proven that centralized, government-run, universal health care is the way to go because it's so great? No, they haven't. They don't have to prove anything. All they have to keep doing is yammering, making promises, and telling you one day will be nirvana. Just one day. Surrender your liberty. Surrender your money. Surrender your common sense. And they keep up this Donald Trump drumbeat because they fear him. What was America like under Donald Trump? The borders were more secure than ever in my lifetime. The dollar was sound. We didn't have inflation. People were getting jobs regardless of their race, regardless of their party affiliation. Our military was built up, so our enemies feared us. Iran was on the run. Communist China was on the run. Putin shut his big yap. Oh, it was so terrible, wasn't it? So terrible. We had gasoline prices that were low, food prices that were low, housing was low, interest rates were low, now they're about to jump. Oh, it was so terrible under Donald Trump, wasn't it? They're trying to paint a picture of lies, ladies and gentlemen. That's what they do. They're demagogues. They're propagandists. They have nothing to show us for their policies but misery and impoverishment and lost opportunities. That's what they can show us. And that's what they are showing us. They don't ever have to prove anything. They can say voter suppression, and it's a fact. They can say Republicans support Jim Crow, and it's a fact. They can say Republicans don't want blacks to vote, and it's a fact. They say the most horrendous thing. They are burning down this country, if not physically, that is, if not literally, effectively. They are burning down support for this country in our classrooms. They're burning down support for our electoral system by having changed it and then trashing legislatures that are trying to fix it. They have burned down the support for the rule of law unless it's a law they impose. Illegally, typically. Like vaccine mandates, they are destroying this country. And when they're given platforms by the morning schmo, dumb as a doorknob, and they're given platforms by Joy Reid, the number one racist on television in my view, when they're given platforms by Comcast and AT and T and all the rest of them, to spew their unconscionable hate for this country, their propaganda. Their ideology. They are destroying this country. I'll be right back. Much loving. Go to PureTalkUSA.com and enter promo code Podcast. Again, PureTalkUSA.com, promo code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's PureTalkUSA.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. Did you know the filibuster is dripping in racist history? Did you know that? Well, according to well-known historian Hakeem Jeffries, it is. Because all of America is dripping in racism, ladies and gentlemen. You have to wonder why so many people want to stay here. Here he is at a press conference today. These are the things the Democrats say about America and our system. It's unbelievable. Cut nine, go.
6: It's essential. It's important. It's necessary. With the fierce urgency of now to pass the Joe Manchin Freedom to Vote Act and the John Robert Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, by any means necessary.
0: Stop there. By any means necessary. The tyranny spews from the man's mouth.
6: Go ahead. Including reforming a filibuster rule. Reforming it. Eliminating it. Go ahead. Ripping in racist history in defense of slavery and Jim Crow.
0: I could One. have sworn, Mr. Producer, that Joe Biden and. Chuck Schumer had said several years ago that it was used by progressives to protect progress. The Democrats can't even get their story straight. Was it a tool for progressives, or was it a tool for racists? Or just a tool mostly for the Democrat Party, which now wants to rid it because it has 50 senators and mandates. To destroy our country. Dripping in racism would be the Democrat Party, Mr. Jeffries. Your party. That's been dripping in racism for a very, very long time. Still is. And now dripping in anti Semitism. Dripping all the time. Fact we need to give it depends. Go ahead.
6: This issue, make no mistake. Ah, shut up, you idiot.
0: Listen to you and your stupid lectures. Dripping in racism, the filibuster rule. Oh, I see. Well, everything about America is dripping in racism, right? The Supreme Court, Plessy versus Ferguson. Dred Scott, I guess we need to eliminate that. Right. Right. The only people who aren't racist are the modern-day Democrats, you see or modern-day minorities, and majorities, I guess. They're the only people and entities that aren't racist. It's really quite unbelievable. This term racism is used by white liberals, other radicals, to end debate. Oh, okay, well, he's right, then. Let's get rid of the filibuster. What will the consequences be if we get rid of the filibuster? No, 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 don't worry about it. It's dripping in racism. Dripping. And as I said, well, then, so is the Supreme Court. And for that matter, so is the media. Had a lot of the media who supported racism and segregation. You have a lot of the media today that's anti-Semitic and anti-American. But can you imagine, this guy wants to be Speaker of the House, can you imagine Schumer's the Democrat leader? Look how they talk about the country. Look how they hate this country. Now Mitch McConnell said something today on the floor that shocked me, because I agreed with him. I actually agreed with the man. And then we're going to move on. Cut 13, go.
4: He said our country will be an autocracy if he does not get his way. So the world saw our Commander-in-Chief propagandized against his own country, his own country to a degree that would have made Pravda blush. There was no consistent standard behind anything the President said. He trampled through some of the most sensitive and sacred parts of our nation's past. He invoked times when activists bled and when soldiers died, all to demagogue voting laws that are more expansive than what Democrats have on the books in his own home state. Georgia has more days of early voting than Delaware or New York. Georgia has no excuse absentee voting, which Delaware and New York do not have. If Georgia or Texas present Jim Crow emergencies, then so do a whole lot of Democratic-run states.
0: By the way, it's amazing how the media have ignored all of that, isn't it? Why don't they have their little charts up on the board, on the screen, because they know how stupid we are. Put their little charts up there, move the death charts away from COVID, which they apparently did already, once Biden came in, they said, all right, get rid of the graphics, get rid of it. All right, we used it against Trump, we can't use it on Biden. Why don't they do a side by side like McConnell's doing on the floor of the Senate? Well, they can't because of how bad it would look. Why don't they do a side by side of the Democrat Party and the Republican Party? What civil rights legislation each party supported? Why don't they do that? I don't mean big government programs, I mean civil rights legislation. Go ahead. It's over. Well, then don't go ahead. He actually made some sense. Let's go ahead with Cut 12 as long as we can. Go.
4: The president's rant, rant yesterday, was incoherent, incorrect, and beneath his office. He used the phrase Jim Crow 2.0 to demagogue a law that makes the franchise more accessible than in his own state of Delaware. He blasted Georgia's... That's enough.
0: enough. I want to thank the media in this country for carrying water. Carrying water for the Democrat Party. That's all there's
3: Driving the media mad. Mark Levin, call in with your
0: outrage. 877-381-3811. By the way, Mr. Producer, it's been weeks now, but did you like my message on Fox on New Year's Eve? Did you see the various hosts who gave different messages? Did you like mine? I wished everybody Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I reminded them. You might want to clean your gutters, you might want to rotate your tires, and you might want to get your colonoscopy. I thought that was an excellent public service announcement, didn't you? So a friend writes me and says, colonoscopy, question mark, and I thought, I guess he didn't get it. I don't know. doesn't really matter. Bad joke. But a joke nonetheless, like Adam Kingsinger. Now, ladies and gentlemen... Inflation is rising the highest since 1982. Now, you youngsters out there, I want to remind you. Ronald Reagan came into office following Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter created a horrific inflation situation. Horrific. We hadn't seen anything since Lyndon Johnson and Richard Nixon created a horrific inflation situation. And it all results from massive government spending, not tax cuts and so on, no, the massive government spending. You see the government can never take in enough money to cover its spending. I don't care if you confiscate all the money from every rich person in the world. It's not enough. Trillions, trillions and trillions more. Then you have entitlement programs, promises way into the future. The consumer price index, an inflation gauge that measures costs across dozens of items, rose 7% in December from a year earlier, the fastest pace since June 1982. Now, just so you know, the the bureaucrats have tried to change the CPI so that it doesn't show the real cost of inflation. But even having done that, they can't hide it. Now they say that was in line with economists' estimates and stock market futures rose after the release. Excluding food and energy, so-called core CPI was up 5.5% on the year, the biggest growth since February 1991. Now, why would you exclude food and energy? I mean, those are two things that should be at the top of the list, aren't they? Inflation plowed ahead at its fastest 12-month pace in nearly 40 years during December, According to a closely watched gauge the Labor Department released today, the Consumer Price Index, a metric that measures cost across dozens of items, increased 7%. Despite the strong stock gain, stocks rose after the news while government bonds were mostly negative. It's only a matter of time when that gets whacked. Shelter costs, meaning homes and apartments which make up nearly one-third of the total, rose 0.4% for the month and 4.1% for the year. That was the fastest pace since February 2007. We're breaking records all over the place. Used vehicle prices, which have been a major component of the inflation increase during the COVID pandemic, uh, rose another 3.5% in December, bringing the increase from a year ago. Listen to this. 37.3% increase in used cars in the last 12 months. Almost 40%. Unbelievable. Fed officials are watching the inflation data closely. are widely expected to raise interest rates this year in an effort to combat increasing prices. As the jobs picture approaches full employment. Now here's the problem. Full employment means a lot of people are dropping out of the workforce. Because they can make more money not working or make more money under the table. Just being honest with you. That's number one, but here's the problem you're going to have. Your salaries are not going to go up, at least they're not going to go up commensurate with inflation. The Fed is going to have to put the brakes, finally, on its massive printing of money, which it did really starting with the Obama administration through his entire eight years. And it's frankly continued to do it right up till now. So the Fed is going to put its foot on the brake, at least start tapping the brake. Interest rates will go up. The cost of business will go up. The cost of products will go up further because the cost of material will go up, paying interest. While your salary does not go up or it goes up a de minimis amount, it can't keep up. This is why every effort is to be made to fight inflation before it happens. This is why you don't spend multi-trillion dollar deficit bills. This is why you don't pass big back better bozo with another trillion or two trillion dollars. Because there can be a point of no return economically. And it affects you directly. It's not just bankers and Wall Street and so forth. No, it's what you pay for food, and clothing, and housing, and transportation. This is the so-called hidden tax, but it's not so hidden anymore. Joe Biden and the Democrats have massively increased the price of living for everybody, but the burden falls especially on the poor, the lower middle, the middle, and the upper middle classes. Who have to struggle with this. And it affects every single industry. It affects every single product. It affects all material. Everything. What you're seeing now. Is a massive tax increase. As a result of massive deficit spending. And they want to spend more. They are destructive. The Democrat party. Some repubes. And this Marxist ideology, American Marxism, is destructive of the American system, our economic system, and our middle class. It drives up prices for basics. And it is amazing. You know, talk about Ronald Reagan. I remember during the Reagan years, NBC, ABC, and CBS... 60 minutes and the rest of They would always hang out at a homeless shelter. And they would show the lines of people trying to get in on a cold night like this in much of the country. They would show the, the food being ladled out to people. They would do stories about this family or that family and the tragedy that occurred as a result of Reaganomics. You notice they haven't even given the Biden economic policies a name. They don't call it Bidenomics. None of that. Nothing like that. And Biden, of course, doesn't take responsibility. Oh, it's big meat. It's big gas. It's, uh, it's big kumquat. It's big asparagus. Uh, it's big, uh, you know, it's big this. It's big that. Otherwise, everything's perfect. Takes responsibility for Nothing. And yet it's all him. That's right. It's all him. When's the last time we had a supply chain problem? Not in my lifetime. I'm 64 years old. I don't remember any supply chain problem until now. Supply chain problem. Who the hell ever heard of this before? Nobody. 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 We have uh, Biden. Biden administration issued a no-action order, just the news reports, on a plan that could have led to the leasing of millions of acres of land in Alaska for energy development. And he didn't consult the people of Alaska. He didn't consult their congressional delegation. He just signed it. Now, is that big gas that's going to drive up the price of fuel? Is it big gas that's holding back fuel? Or is it big gas bag the guy in the Oval Office? It's Big gas bag and his policies. More inflation. More inflation. But their shiny object is Trump. Think about Trump on January 6th. Think about that. And uh, Think about the filibuster and the buy back better uh, bozo plan. And uh, if we could just do that. If we could just change the voting system. Change the Constitution. Yes, we could just steal your property. Everything would be great. These buffoons, absolute buffoons. I'll be right back. love
2: Levin.
0: Over 2,000 of you, my listeners, made the switch from overpriced wireless carriers to Pure Talk over the past few months. We want the rest of you to join us and to see what we're talking about. If you're with AT&T and Verizon or T-Mobile, your family could save over $800 a year just by switching to Pure Talk. You get great coverage, you can keep your phone and your number, and you'll save a fortune. Pure Talk is the top-rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs, with the absolute best consumer service team based right here in America. Does that sound good? Well, it gets better. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. And if you go over on data, they don't charge you for it. They don't care. Go to puretalkusa.com. And enter promo code Levin Podcast. Again, puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin, L E V I N Podcast. And when you do, you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalkusa.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk USA, simply smarter wireless. No sooner do I speak than this New York Times list comes out uh, for last week, and we're back on the list. So 21 out of 24 weeks, we've been on the New York Times bestseller list. That's a lot. Now, the way they calculate the numbers of sales is they give a weighted point system to books that are sold in independent bookstores. Now, the problem with that, of course, is I'm all supportive of independent bookstores. But my book is not in a lot of independent bookstores. When my wife, Julie, and I spent a week in uh, Key West and environs, we went into three independent bookstores, not one of them carried my book. They carried all kinds of creepy books, but not mine. So when they don't carry the book, they do in some, like bookends and so forth, but, but most of them don't, because most of them are run by lips. You know, bald on the top with the pigtails down the back. They don't shower for three days. They dress like Mahatma Gandhi. You know who I'm talking about. And uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to sell my book in independent bookstores when they don't carry it. It's like Hudson in in the airports barely carry the book. But that didn't stop you. I mean, somebody's out there, right? You, the great people, you are. Um, by the way, great show this Sunday on Life, Liberty, and Levin. If you can't watch it, or if you've decided that uh, you're not going to boycott football anymore and you're going to watch football, you can DVR the program. That's the big secret. You can DVR. It. Two great guests to discuss two crucially important issues. Hans von Spakovsky, as you know, from the Heritage Foundation. I would argue that if he's not the number one, he's among the number one experts. When it comes to voting in this country, he used to work in the voting rights unit of the Civil Rights Division. Um, and Peter Pry. A reminder on what the communist Chinese, the North Koreans, and others can do to our electrical grid, and we're going to go through that. See if anything's improved. What you can do possibly to protect yourselves. So these are two very very important topics. Two very very important guests really the best in their field. And then, of course, me. All three of us. Me, myself, and I. With my opening monologue. So I hope you'll DVR the program. You can actually set the recording now, if you wish. Or watch us live, which is always fun to do. 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. And don't forget Levin TV on the Blaze TV Network. I mean, I... I did a show today, have a lot of fun. I do different things that I can't do on Fox, different visual things that I can't do on radio, obviously. It's just another fantastic platform that we developed ourselves. It's the truly independent digital TV platform with tremendous hosts. So I hope you'll get that subscription too. TV It's a pleasure to have Glenn Beck with me. He's written a fantastic book, The Great Reset, Joe Biden the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. Glenn, how are you, my friend?
3: I am great, Mark. I am great.
0: Well, you are pretty good, actually.
3: Now, um, (laughs) despite having COVID and seeing the destruction of our country,
0: you know, I'm great. Now, do you have COVID right now?
3: Yeah, I do. I've been off for about a week. I mean, I've been doing my show. It's a, a lighter case, but it's now starting to go into my lungs uh, today and uh, a little disturbing. But I'm on, you know, I'm on all the medication and treatment and and everything else. So we'll see. So wait a minute. It's all going
0: good. into your... Have you gotten any monoclonal? I'm serious about this.
3: <laughs> no, uh, the monoclonal um, doesn't seem to be working for the... Uh, the new strain, and uh, you can't. But I'm on ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, what is it? Fluvoxin. Uh, I'm on a bunch of different. I mean, and my doctors are hitting it really hard.
0: You know, it's amazing when we tried to get that stuff. My pharmacist looked at me like I was, you know, a heroin addict.
3: Oh, oh, I know. And it's crazy, Mark, because. When you understand what, what hydroxychloroquine does, it is it just opens a uh, a like a portal into the cells. You know, um, you can't get zinc is what stops this from from spreading in your body and growing. But zinc can't get through the oil or the fat and the water around your cell. So those drugs, all they do is just they just make a like a, a delivery system. So the zinc can get in there. It's, it's not what's fighting it. It's what's allowing it to get into the cell to fight it. And, and everybody knows this. This is basic yep. uh, science. This is basic medicine. That's what those drugs are, are used for in many cases. And yet, they're, they're, you're treated like you're a moron if you, if you do that. What? I'm going to take a couple of aspirin, go home, and wait until you put me in the hospital? That's insane,
0: now how long have you had this?
3: <clears throat> I've had it for about a week.
0: But it's not stabilizing?
3: Yeah, it's not I mean I'm not going downhill. I mean I think I'm I'm feeling better. It's just getting into my lungs. Uh which is
0: But that's you the know, problem. You kinda,
3: yeah, you wanna you wanna avoid that. But I'm feeling better and I'm you know, Mark, I am not concerned about it. I'm really not. Uh I just I am so done with this whole COVID thing. I mean, I know it's real. Um, uh, You know, I I, am well aware of how the the thing ran itself in uh, 1918 with the flu. We're going to be living with this for the rest of our lives, but it's going to probably go into a flu or a common cold. Right now, everybody's getting sick because it's very contagious, but it's not nearly as deadly. Uh, you know, I'm a fatty, fat, fat. So, so you know that that's probably not the best thing. Um, uh, you know, and I've got some other, you know, some other issues. But uh, you know, that's so just the way it is. And we we have to, we have got to move on with our lives. We you know, to...
0: uh, I I had this Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I don't I don't have a problem with it. I had the booster. Then I got the virus. So, yeah. You're exactly right. The, the people are going to get this whether they get the shot or not. It's like a flu shot. You can, you may get it whether you get it whether you have the flu shot or not. But anyway, I wish you well. In, yeah.
3: Thank you. Thank you. It's all good.
0: All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. In any event, you got a fantastic new book out It already shot to the top of amazon.com. I sure as hell hope it stays there a while. You got all these reprobates that uh, have their books sixteen nineteen and and you know how the New York Times waits the independent bookstores cause all the freaks go to oh, these stores. I know. And I know. my and my book wasn't in most of them, by the way. And nor nor will yours yeah. be. But tell no, us tell be. us the general drift of this book, why you felt so, driven Mark, to, you, to write it.
3: You you know that 15 years ago everybody was asking the same question what the hell is happening what how is this happening to us how did we get here um and quite honestly nobody really could figure it out and then i heard hillary clinton talk about saying you know i'm a very early 20th uh, century american progressive and she was proud of it and so i started doing my research on that and that answered everything But in about 2014, um, I was on the air and I said, the end of the progressive era is here. You might think it's continuing, but they've played it as far as they can now. It's either got to go to Marxism, fascism, or something else. What I didn't know was what that something else was. That something else, you know, and honestly, I stumbled into this because I remember seeing the slogan for Uh, For Joe Biden and it was build back better and I thought that's the most senile ridiculous awful slogan I've ever heard who came up with that well it's from the World uh, Economic Forum the Davos people that is the slogan for the Great Reset when you start looking into the Great Reset and you see how far along we are in this and it's not just America this is a global initiative Um, It it is extraordinarily disturbing because they have wrapped this in uh, all kinds of capitalist talk, all kinds of we're just going to get out of poverty, we're going to save the planet. But it is the literal road back to serfdom. Um, It is uh, it will control absolutely every aspect of your life it's why the fbi is out of control right now it's why they are uh, monitoring our parents in schools it's why they are pushing for vaccine mandates Uh, it's why they are um, uh, allowing home depot to stay open but mom and pop true value has to close all everything that you read about everything this is the key this is the The red pill of the matrix. Once you understand what's happening globally with the elite, you understand all of the news. And that's the only way we can fight it. We have to stop fighting the same fight we've been fighting because we're on the wrong track. We're not naming the real enemy.
0: Now, the real enemy... And you've been uh, on the case of many of these people for a long time, would include people like Soros and these extraordinarily oh, yeah. wealthy people, these globalists. Oh, yeah. Who really don't these are consider the Davos. America a home, do they? <laughs>
3: no, these are the Davos people. But it's also, you have to understand, this is the top corporate uh, uh, leaders as well. This is Coca-Cola. Uh, this is all of these. This is what is really confusing. We thought it was a socialist movement. The socialists are being used as as uh, as useful idiots. Um, all of this stuff is being done in the name of profit and power, and it is being done by our governments, uh, high tech, because they know something uh, that the average American just will not put their arms around, and that is life is going to change. We are in the fourth. Uh, Industrial Revolution, this one, the last revolution, took about 100 years uh, to really play out. This one's going to play out in the next eight years, and the upheaval is going to be astounding. And they know it, and they are are really putting a plan together where they enrich themselves, they're stable, they're fine, screw the rest of the serfs. We will rent from them, we will work for them, we will obey them, we will do what they tell us to do. That's, that's the new world order that is being uh, shaped. And, Mark, the book is, it is, we work so hard on this because it's very extensive. Um, it, it took me about a year and a half, and we're still getting our arms around it. There are 50 pages of fine print uh, footnotes. So you can go and get the original source. There is there, there are no speculative things. There's no conspiracy theories. This is all from WhiteHouse.gov, the Congress, uh, Parliament, uh, the United Nations, World Economic Forum, Davos, all of the quotes, all of the people. Their entire playbook is there in the book, The Great
0: Reset. You know, Glenn, when we come back, first of all, I used to think this kind of stuff was crazy. Now I believe it all. Me too. I, I, Me I too. embrace this, yes, because uh, you see it, and you see society's doing the same thing. Society's crumbling from within, whether it's illegal immigration, whether it's the economic system, whether it's destroying the civil society, destroying the family unit. You're right. It's not, it's not left to uh, one country within one set of borders. It just spreads and I want yeah. to discuss this further with you when we return. So we'll be right back. Okay. The book, by the way, is The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. It's a fantastic book. You can go to right Amazon and get it. The Great Reset. I'll be right back. love, In. We're on with Glenn Beck. The book is "The Great Reset: Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism." It's number one on Amazon.com, where it belongs. Who are these well, uh, groups? You... these, go ahead, Glenn. I'm sorry.
2: Well, I was going
3: to say it's appropriate that you came back with Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, the op the op ed in USA Today yesterday about pedophilia right. uh, not being really a problem. It's just a. Uh, it's just a. Uh, uh, you know, a different lifestyle. Uh, that's also part of this. The corruption of everything in our society is part of all of this. It's to destroy the family, destroy work, destroy the value of ownership um, uh, and to really pound us back into serfdom. It's it's really incredible. And the, the people involved in it, I mean, John Kerry is a very big uh, role player in this, here in America, um, uh, the the Federal Reserve is gigantic in it. You know, the Federal Reserve has um, one of the uh, chairpeople of BlackRock advising the Treasury. The Federal Reserve has BlackRock in it. some um, tell people what
0: BlackRock is.
3: BlackRock is probably the biggest investment uh, firm out there. It dwarfs Goldman Sachs. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Um, Most people haven't even heard of BlackRock. Um, They are the ones that are going out right now and buying houses 50% over asking price. Um, They are the ones who came up with what's called ESG, environmental, environmental, social and governance scores, which everyone will have. You already probably have one. If you're with one of the big uh, stockbrokers, uh, if you look at your you know, 401k, it will probably report an ESG score. That score is what's going to allow you to work, to eat, to move, to buy things, to bank, um, because if you have a low ESG score, if you're not high on social justice, if you're not high on global warming, uh, or your your business that you work for or you run doesn't have the right governance, doesn't have enough women or blacks running it, then you aren't going to be able to do business uh, with the banks. They will find you as a risk. That's the thing that BlackRock has um, has has developed.
0: And by the and way, this is no is, joke. I, I want my audience to understand this is no joke uh that they forced two climate change radicals on the board of ExxonMobil because of the oh, yeah. size of this company. It is massive. It is, is and you're right. It's by far the biggest in the world, uh financial uh look it, here's the here's the
3: thing. I think this was this was before COVID uh and I think it is much, much bigger now. Um, But before COVID, BlackRock had $10 trillion under their own management. But they also managed money for not only the Federal Reserve, but also managed the money for the European um, uh, Central Bank. So they had, before COVID, they had about $30 trillion under their management. When they say we're going to do something, it happens. And they are a very big player in, in this. It's, it's why you're seeing all of these things with, uh, you know, it, 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 I call this 20th, uh, 21st century fascism because it's not communism. Communism and socialism. Socialism uh, comes and it, it redistributes all of the wealth and it owns the property. It owns the means of production. And that's what communism is. Um, um, National socialism is similar, except Hitler nationalized it and made it all about Germany, uh, and um, Mussolini and others made it, uh, instead of the government owning everything, private people could own, but they would be in a public-private partnership with uh, with the government. So the government said to Mr. Porsche, you're going to make a Volkswagen. He made it, but he made it in a certain way that they could put a machine gun on the front of it before anybody knew they were making armaments. This is what Joe Biden laid out in his first address in Congress when he said, you remember that creepy moment when he looked at all the members of Congress that were there and he said, you are the people that made this happen. You are the people that saved the world. Um, And he said, there's a real question on whether our freedom, our democracy can stand up against authoritarian uh, regimes like China. We are headed towards China. That's the goal.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. My my view on this is, when you look at Marxism, and I've said that in my book when I talk about American Marxism, I'm not talking about technically Marxism. I'm talking about the general picture, the general ideology of Marxism. And and, it's, and yeah. it's, this 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 plays
3: a big role. It was really hard for me to separate because, you know, I've been after the Marxist and the socialist as well. And I mean, you obviously wrote the book on on American Marxism, and you get it. But there are some things that don't seem to work, and they have they have. Um, they have just morphed that movement and taken all of the capitalist kind of uh, buzzwords right. and the Marxist buzzwords, and it is a redistribution of wealth. Make no mistake, you will, by 2030, their stated goal is that no one um, in America will own anything. You're going to be renting. Well, you're going to be renting from whom? Somebody's going to be owning something. You won't have a house. You won't have a car. They they say you won't even own your own clothing. This is uh, this is going to happen here in the United States, um, primarily because we're the world's uh, reserve currency. When that thing hits the fan, Mark, and I think it's going to hit the fan in the next year or two. When this hits the fan. Um, the wealth of this nation will be redistributed all over the world, and it will not be going to poor people. It will be going to the elite.
0: Do you have another, uh, you have a little bit more time, Glenn? Sure. i
3: make all the time for you in the world.
0: We're going to continue with Glenn Beck after the bottom of the hour. There's a very, very important topic. We'll be right back.
3: new American revolution starts here.
0: The Mark Levin Show. Call in at 877-381-3811. Glenn Beck's book is The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. You know, Glenn, I often say the Republican Party, the leadership, the McConnells and so forth, are absolutely clueless about what's swirling around them. Are they oh, clueless, they no or are they participants?
3: I think they're clueless. I think some of them, um, I think some of them have profited a great deal off of uh, this the cronyism, uh, and uh, some of them, are, some of them are not clueless. Some of them are, I think, involved. I, I honestly think, Mark, that one of the litmus tests needs to be when we're running up to the campaign. Are you familiar with the Great Reset? Do you know what it is? Uh, and if you answer no or you're not against it, if you're wishy-washy, you cannot go to Congress. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to take – I mean, Mark, to root this out is going to take us to really places that are going to cause so much pain. You are going to have to shut down uh, and reboot this system and return it to factory settings. You are going to have to fire – almost everyone in these departments, because it is everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. Um, and the, you know, the big banks, all of these people, they're going to cause extraordinary pain. You remember, you were in the Reagan administration. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember what happened when they started taking on uh, the uh, the Fed. They made things very painful for Ronald Reagan. This is going to happen uh, with us. We have to Um, we have to just realize this is our world war. This is our time, and the eyes of the world are upon us. And it is as dramatic as World War III. It is a play for the freedom of all mankind by fascists.
0: Now, are we up to this?
2: Are
3: we up to this battle? Mark, I, 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 uh, I... I think we are, if we are willing to look at it, you know, we won world war two because they picked a fight with us and we had leadership that would define what they are. Um, You know, we didn't do that with Islamic extremists. You couldn't talk about what it is. They don't want us talking about this. If we can define what our enemy is and really know it. And I'm telling you, Mark, this, this, Book is a primer. It is the, the key, the, the, the code that opens up and unlocks what is happening to us. And if we can get enough interest and care enough, um, you will understand that your children's lives are literally on the line that your children will be slaves to a system that I'm not sure the Western world will get out of in the next 100 years. Um, It it, it is that time. And if we can educate people fast enough before the collapse comes, uh, we have a real chance. But it, it is, I mean, what they're talking about doing with food alone is, it could very well be a another five-year plan for Mao. I mean, it, the 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 food system that they are going to completely redesign in the next eight years, that's why your meats are so expensive. It's why there's no milk on the shelves. This is part of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there some ideological chieftain or philosopher king that they rely on from your perspective?
3: No, um, I think it's a it's a hodgepodge of things that they've they've kind of cobbled together in their ski trips. Um, You know, for a long time, we always heard that China is the new model. And I always had a real problem with that. Businessmen would say that China's the new model. I don't want to be like China. Um, but that's really where I think this, this thing started. And they knew they needed something to be able to reset it. Um, I think AI is playing a big role. I think high tech is playing a big role in the understanding of the demand for uh, a new system. And the the old system would work if we rebooted it to factory settings, um, but now, they what don't want to do
0: that. Factory setting.
3: Um, it, it means we have taken this country and our constitution and everything else, and we and capitalism, and we have gone so far astray. And there is no small fix now. I, I think we have to. You know, it's like when your computer locks up. What do you do? You don't destroy it you you shut it down and bring it back up and it restores it to the factory settings so it works again we've got so much junk running on our on our system right now that is absolutely incompatible we have to take that stuff out and reboot the system back to the constitution back to the states back to the things that we know work individual freedom. Because they are rebooting this. I'm not kidding you. They are rebooting this thing back to the 1500s. It is going to be the road to serfdom.
0: And the media, of course, are the mouthpiece for these various movements. The media um, is destroying this country in many respects. It's so thoroughly corrupt. And so we have to be able to communicate with each other. We have to be able to bypass the media, by tech. At bypass big tech and social media and so forth. Um, and how are we going to do that? It's why through- our
3: partnership. It's why our partnership, Mark, has meant the world to me. It really has. Um, uh, I mean, I know you're in it with everything. You know I'm in it with everything. We don't care who gets the credit. We don't care about anything except saving the country. And we are. We have put together such a great group of people that are like-minded, and if we don't stand together right now, we won't make it. We won't make it.
0: Well, Glenn, first of all, I hope you get better. Uh, I hope it doesn't travel too much to your lungs. That's number one. Number two, uh, thank you for your great book. Number three, thank you for your partnership. You're out there and you're fighting, and... uh, And uh, and keep it up, but you got to get better first. So we wish you all the best.
3: I will. All right. I will. Thank you for your friendship, Mark. God bless you.
0: You too. God bless you. And this is a great book, "The Great Reset: Joe Biden and the Rise of the Twenty of Twenty First Century Fascism." So this is an approach that looks globally, all over the world, the various external influences that are having domestic influences in this country. And I found it fascinating. It's something I think you're going to want to read. And if you read American Marxism and you read this, you're going to you're going to get good feel for the entire situation. You might want to have a drink next to you. I don't drink, but uh, for some people that helps. Um, in any event, uh, we hope he gets better. I had no idea that he was sick. Did you, Rich? You did. Okay. Well, it sounded like it was getting into his lungs. I certainly hope he feels better soon. Uh, It's a very, very bad virus. I mean, you can fight it. I fought it. You still have to fight it all the time. I'll be right back.
2: Mark lovin.
0: go to Lee in Leesburg, Virginia. The great
6: WMAL. Go. Yellow. Mark, yellow. Uh, great to talk to you. Yes, you yellow. <laughs> OK, Mark, uh, you know, in Virginia, this last election, talking about what the Democrats are trying to how they're trying to portray voting here, uh, Joe Biden, they were actually trying to suppress the vote. For mm-hmm. Glenn Youngkin here in rural West in rural Virginia last last between September 28th and November 2nd, mm-hmm. and this is not my opinion. There's a there's an article in the the, the Washington Free Beacon that was dated yesterday, January 11th. In on fact, if check you'll book.
0: hang for a second, let me fill everybody in. I have it in front of me. The Political action committee that published deceptive campaign ads to suppress Republican votes for Virginia Governor elect Glenn Youngkin paid thousands of dollars. To this Svengali Mark Elias, a Democrat election lawyer whom liberals tout as a champion of election integrity and voting rights. You see, ladies and gentlemen, this is how they conduct themselves. Accountability Virginia PAC, which of course is the opposite, paid over $5,000 last year to the Elias Law Group, according to Federal Election Commission records reviewed by the Washington Free Beacon. The PAC paid over 12000 almost 13000 to Perkins Coie. The firm where Elias worked until 2021. Axios reported in September that the Democrat-run PAC masqueraded as conservative group to divert support for Yunkin. Accountability Virginia came under fire for running social media ads in rural Virginia, as you're talking about, and misleadingly claimed conservatives were upset with Youngkin's support for the Second Amendment. Dominion Energy, a company that contributed to the PAC, sought a refund for a $200,000 contribution. Because of the group's deceptive tactics. The PAC's payments to Elias' firms, which had been, not been previously reported, were for unspecific legal services. The payments were made from September 13 to December 16, according to the FEC records. It goes on in great detail that this guy, Mark Elias, who influenced the outcome of the 2020 election with his litigation, which Republicans do not want to talk about, but I always will, and, of course, uh, this other phony front group, this PAC, they were set up to suppress the vote in Virginia, and it took the Washington Free Beacon to break this story. That is your point, correct?
6: That is exactly correct, Mark. And I, I heard about this actually prior. I mean, I heard about this during the election, and I can't remember where I heard it from, but it didn't surprise me at all. These people, Mark, they are, I, 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 they are worse than evil. These are, is uh-huh. they, they are as low, and loathsome as you can get. Uh-huh. I, I would never vote for a Democrat for anything. I don't care if the dog catcher. I would ne- These people are evil.
0: Yeah, because they all march in line no matter what. Uh, you're exactly right, and thank you for bringing this up. I had this article here, but I wasn't going to get to it, but now I did. Thank you, my friend. The Democrat Party is sleazy. They've been sleazy since its founding. Uh, They've undermined this country in so many ways, with few exceptions. Uh, It just has, whether it's slavery, segregation, and all the rest of it. And it's doing exactly the same thing today. It wants to destroy the construct that was set up for this country so many years ago. It is an evil, evil enterprise. And you can hear their liars and the liars who front for them in the so-called news platforms of this country. It's grotesque. Tony, Belton, Missouri, Sirius Satellite, the show-me state. Tony, don't show me, but go right ahead.
5: Yes, good evening, Mark. I just want to say, well, first of all, uh, I have added Glenn Beck's name to my prayer list. I invite the other listeners to do that also. I didn't realize he was that ill. Mm -mm. And so we all are hoping the best outcome for him. Uh, And that brings me to remembering another conservative whose birthday was today. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you know him or knew him, too, and miss him, as I do, and millions of others, and that is the late, great Rush Limbaugh.
0: Oh, yes. Yep.
5: Yeah, today is his birthday, and it was very sad not to uh, tune into the AM station that always Mm -hmm. carried him.
0: Oh, yeah, they used to bring a cake in, and he... He was embarrassed. He was a very shy man in person, just so you know. And he didn't want a big fuss made over his birthday. but.
5: uh, Well, I assured him that we certainly could use him now, his thoughts, his comments, his wisdom. I
0: agree 100%. His
5: intellect and his insight, just very comparable to to you, actually. Well, I don't know, but he's,
0: he's, he's he's the big man, and he's greatly missed, greatly missed. Personally, and by all of you folks, too. I get it. Trust me. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate that greatly. Let's continue. Jeremiah Warrenton, Virginia, the great WMAL, or as we like to call it, WMAL. Go right ahead. Uh-oh, Jeremy's putzing around. Uh, Jeremy, are you there? It sounds like he's working on his car. Jeremy? Or he's, uh, or he's breathing heavily into the phone. Jeremy, don't make me go to Harvey in Utah now. Harvey in Utah, St. George. Are you there, Harvey? Hello, Harvey.
6: I am here. I'm an uh,
1: over-the-road driver on I-15 going towards St. George.
0: Thank you.
6: Hey, I'm calling. Uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a hands-free phone. Uh, hey, Harvey, can we take,
0: take down Harvey's phone number? Seriously, we just ran out of time. I don't know what the hell George was doing. But uh, in, in any event, Harvey, be careful out there. We'll talk to you tomorrow. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. And I salute you, the greatest folks, the greatest audience of audiences. Smartest, too. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. Be safe.